and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor of Tenkar's Tavern blog. I had some thoughts. I don't know if we're going to call this the uh, Tavern Keeper section, but I, I, I see these posts either on social media or not directly because individuals in question have me blocked, but I get screenshots. And it's about the the OSR is toxic, or uh, this individual who might have been manning a booth at a convention who was an enabler of neo-Nazis, whatever. But here's the deal, okay? Things that I think that we have to keep in mind. The OSR as a community, the OSR as, I don't know, uh, if you don't want to call it a community, just a way of gaming and thinking, is inclusive. And what do I say it's inclusive? Because we don't keep people out, okay? We don't keep people out based upon gender or biological sex, age, race, politics. We don't care, Okay. As the OSR in general, we allow everybody in that wants to play old-school gaming and wants to talk about old-school gaming. And does this mean that somebody might not offend you? You might be offended by their beliefs. You might be offended by their orientation. Or you might just think that they're a dick. Guess what? That's part of life. That is what life is about. It's about dealing with... Different beliefs, different issues, different personalities. Life does not have real life, true life, safe space. I know your colleges now are are getting these little safe spaces out, these zero zones. Real life does not have a safe space. You have to learn how to deal with people whose opinions might differ from your own. You might not agree with them, but you have to learn to respect. So when Folks are talking about, oh, my God, we we need a new uh, cock and scrotum. I mean, uh, uh, sword uh, dream community uh, for old school gamers. Now, what they mean is they want something that's not inclusive. They want something that's exclusive. You have to um, fall within their parameters. You have to only play the books or the games that they say you can play. You can only read the books they say you can read. You can only associate with the people that they say that you can associate with because they know the true way. They are not inclusive. They are these walled gardens. They're exclusive. And and, and that's fine. Um, Exclusivity is uh, fine if that's what you want to claim, but don't claim that you're being inclusive when you're not. You're being exclusive. You are making these little echo chambers so you can hear only what you want to hear. And that's sad. You know, and when they can tell you, oh, you can't play this game because we don't like the author, how far away are we from, I guess, virtual book burning? I mean, most of the stuff's in PDF. I guess delete the PDFs from your... From your Dropbox, because 
that author is on our band list. I don't get it. I guess I've never gotten it. I, I was a police officer for 20 years. I protected free speech at many a demonstration. People that basically talked hate. But that is part of what makes America great, is that we protect all different opinions. Or at least we're supposed to, right? We're supposed to be a whole thing about you know, free speech, free association, all this wonderful stuff. And uh, it upsets me and disappoints me when I see people get their, their knickers in a bunch um, over bullshit, of over telling others how they should think, what they should believe, who they can associate with, who they can talk to. I've gotten flack for people that I've interviewed on this podcast. Um, I've gotten flack for saying hello to somebody walking past uh, a booth I was working at when I was recording a podcast. Apparently, that was a no-no. Not by a person that said hello, but by somebody out there who believes that they can police, for lack of a better word, uh, the community. And by the way, they don't like using names a lot of times, they'll just be very vague. Uh, this person who was at this con spoke to this person who may have been a position of authority, and the person uh, at the table was maybe recording a podcast. Jesus fucking Christ. Call the shit as you see it then. Have a set of balls. All right? Again, I don't believe in walled gardens. I don't believe in echo chambers. I like pushback. You know, pushback is part of life. But, uh, you know, uh, walled gardens, um, certain things, like I, I, I said before, these, these safe spaces, this isn't real life. This isn't, this is uh, romper room, man. And, and let's, let's try to live in a real world. Okay? Like I said, the OSR. It's inclusive. It's about as inclusive as you are ever going to get. Uh, all right. I'll be back with more different shit. And now for something completely different. Um, I actually found ultimategametable.com. I think we've all seeing these uh, amazing gaming tables in the past, not from this company, from another company that would, you know, out of business with, I guess, tens of thousands of dollars of uh, potential, well, customers' money, because uh, they were, like, building these tables and then personally shipping them across the country. Uh, Ultimate Game Table is a little bit different because they ship these tables to you unassembled. So I'm assuming that means that UPS or FedEx gets it to you, and you have to assemble it yourself. I understand that ain't, ain't what maybe something you want, but uh, I like the idea of just being able to ship to you. Now, Rach and I are are thinking about getting a place in the Pocono Mountains, and this would be my opportunity to get a game table. And once she heard there's a tabletop or tabletopper for these tables that turns this game table into an actual dining room table. She started asking more questions. Now, 
we're looking at like a three and a half by five table at seven hundred dollars plus the toppers plus you can get uh not really inserts but these uh there's like hidden magnets on these tables on the side so you can decorate the table with well, our choice would be Celtic knots. Uh, kind of cool, really fits my my style. And uh, then she started asking about chairs. Do they have matching chairs? She's all in. So um, I'm going to do a little bit more research on this. Um, I, I think that my table with all the accessories is probably going to be between twelve and fifteen hundred. Once it comes down to it, we're not going to order it for a while. We got to get a place for it first. Our, our home here in uh, in Queens, in New York City. There's there's no room. I mean, I guess I could put it in the yoga room, but I don't think your Rage can do yoga on top of a game table. And uh, yeah, no, I know the battles you can win. Know the battles you will lose by default. At the battle, I will lose by default. But I'm excited that you know this, these tables are available now. I, oh, God, I wish I could remember the name of the other company that was making these tables. Yeah, I know there was one at the Brooklyn Strat years ago. Looks beautiful. It's fucking amazing. I'd be afraid to let any of my gamer friends anywhere near it, let alone myself, with any liquid beverage. Okay? These tables here, you can buy beverage holders. I like the idea that the uh, table toppers... In the case of uh, the three and a half by five, it's four pieces. Double as pull out, I don't know, desks. It extends the game table. It extends your or expands your gameable space. And I think that is just awesome. The tables look really solid. They look really nice. That's ultimategametable.com. No, I'm not getting any kind of. Uh, affiliate monies from this or recompense. Nobody's nobody's paying me for this. I'm just excited. It looks looks really really cool. And uh, I don't I don't know if I'd actually have a game group up in the Pokemon, but then I can invite my gaming friends up, right? You know, if you get a place with enough uh, space, you can do something like that. You'll I, I think it's cool. In any case. Uh, Again, ultimategametable.com. Give it a peek. Give me, let me know what your thoughts are, too. Somebody out there might go, I don't know about this. I, I, I'm I, excited, man. This is... Now, if you're a Game of Thrones fan or a Warhammer you know, fan, you can get uh, accessories for these tables that are uh, appropriate for your fandom. Uh, they do have lighted torches. I don't know if I could... Uh, maybe. I think I'd order the torches just for the sake of having torches. I don't think I'd need the table to do that. Go figure that one out, right? I'm not causing troubles. Not me, never. All right, folks. On that note, I'm going to bid the old adieu. Uh, remember, earlier in this podcast, like I said, uh, you know, the OSR is, is yours. It's mine. The gamer next door. We all are invested in it, but none of us own it. Okay, these aren't community. This isn't a community for anybody to say, "Hey, I'm the leader." Nope. But you can be fanboys of it, and you can certainly raise the flag, and you can certainly defend it if you feel it's under assault. 
And the secret and strength to the OSR is its inclusivity. Okay, that's why it is so successful. That's why people get their knickers in a bunch. Because we don't gatekeep. We don't keep uh, people out based upon any factor. We even allow assholes and dicks into it. That's just part of, you know, being a community without leadership. The moment we get somebody who wants to be a leader, uh, we got problems. Because then it's no longer going to be inclusive. It's going to start becoming exclusive. And we don't need that. That's my opinion. What's yours? Give it to me. All right, folks. God bless. I will talk with you all tomorrow. Laters. Thank you.